This gospel is one of my favorites uh, in all of scripture, mainly because uh, it's the gospel that my classmates and I chose two years ago when we were ordained as deacons, as transitional deacons for the church. This was the exact gospel that we chose and that we heard uh, the day that we sort of pledged to lay down our lives for the church. And it was a, it's a really beautiful description of what we were about to do two years ago, how God would sort of formalize his choice of us. And every time I hear this gospel, it really brings me back to that day when I had a giant lump in my throat uh, as I was walking up the main aisle and the joy of getting assigned here to St. Joe's for the first time, at least. Uh, and it was a beautiful, beautiful day. And uh, this gospel just really tugs at my heartstrings every time I get to hear it. Um, and it, it's, yes, it brings me back to ordination itself, but I think also calls to mind uh, the very vocation and calling that God put into my heart many, many years even before. Because this gospel speaks to how God works in our hearts, how he goes about his business of calling and of choosing us. He calls each and every one of us to holiness, brothers and sisters. Love one another as I have loved you. That is the calling of every single baptized person on earth to love as Christ loved, that universal call to holiness that each and every one of us has. But more concretely, this gospel shows us how God calls in a special way to vocations in the priesthood and religious life. I know we have our youth group and a number of our school families who are here, so if anything, kids, this one's especially for you. Because we learn in this gospel how God is the primary worker. He does the calling, and we merely respond and cooperate with his call and with the gifts that God puts into our lives. We are chosen for a vocation, a specific vocation, a specific way of life, brothers and sisters. God chooses it for us. He chooses us. We don't choose him. And again, this word choosing, it can help us. I mean, everyone likes to feel that they are chosen. And it shows us that God is the primary worker, yes, but we can very easily think that we don't have a choice if, if we're going with the choosing description. So maybe a better way to say it is, God reveals what we are meant to be. One of the documents from the Second Vatican Council says it quite beautifully. It says, quote, God fully reveals man to himself and makes his supreme calling clear. Christ reveals us to ourselves and makes our calling clear. That's how vocations work, brothers and sisters. God chooses us and he reveals our truest selves to ourselves. He shows us what we are meant to be, the plan that he has laid out for us. And we respond and say yes to him and cooperate with him and devote our lives to him. And again, this can seem weird because for most of even my young life, I thought to myself, there is no way that God wants me to be a priest. Why on earth would God call me? I'm, I'm nothing special. I struggle with sin. I can sometimes be on again, off again with my relationship with God and personal devotion. And I know a lot of us can think the same way too. If we look to the, the apostles though, we see that they struggled with these same things. When he was first called, the apostle Peter said, depart from me, Lord. For I am a sinful man. He knew that he was unworthy of that call. He, he knew that God could, frankly, do much better with choosing someone else. 
And he's absolutely right. God could do way better with other people than ourselves. God can literally choose anyone else. He could choose a gorilla in a zoo and make a better priest out of him than me. That's the nature of God. He can do that. But God specifically chooses us. He chooses you. He chooses me. He chooses each and every one of us for a calling, for a vocation to holiness and a specific way of life devoted to him. He calls you and he chooses you. And for those called to the priesthood or the religious life, it is truly a special calling, not just to love as Christ loved, but to complete it, to lay down our lives for others, to lay down our lives for our faith. That's how Christ loved. He laid down his life for us. And if we are called to love as he loved, then we must sacrifice just as he sacrificed for us. One of the most formative experiences I had in discerning my vocation was well before I entered seminary, my family actually got to go to a priestly ordination. And I know uh, we got to see the rite of ordination itself. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. And during the rite of ordination, they pray the litany of the saints, and the candidates to be ordained literally lie down, face down on the ground, prostrate before the altar. And I know a lot of uh, religious communities do this for final vows for most religious sisters. But seeing those men literally laying down their lives in front of everyone was profound for me to see as a young kid, literally symbolizing their very lives from then on out, laid down for others. It's a very, very powerful thing to see someone die to themselves and live for Christ. And that level of commitment I saw in them was rather appealing and alluring for a young high school kid like me. It was also kind of scary, though, seeing them give up so much, seeing them sacrifice and commit themselves to something so great. And yes, it's true, saying yes to the religious life or the priesthood is in many ways saying no to other things. We have to be honest about that. But just as in the same way that marriage, in a way, is saying no to other things too. And whenever we say yes to something good, there is something we do have to say no to. It's the case with every single vocation. But for me, at least, when I got to lay down at my ordination and when my forehead hit the cold marble floor of the Cathedral Basilica, that's when it all hit for me too. That's when it sunk in, that I'm laying down my life, that I'm dying to myself. But it was also in that moment where I've never felt more love, that I knew I was loving God and I knew that God loved me. And when any vocation is done out of love, it must be inspired by love and done for love. Every vocation, when it is done with love, is fulfilling and worthwhile. And where there is love, the sacrifices of a vocation are very easy. Any parent who, here who's got young kids, the difficulties and the sacrifices that they make for young kids, when it's done out of love, when you know you love your kid, it's the easiest thing in the world to sacrifice for them. It's the same thing for a priest or religious. Where there is love, the sacrifice is easy, and it is worth it, and it is truly fulfilling. No greater love, no one has greater love than this, than to lay down one's life for one's friends. Christ truly reveals us to ourselves. He chooses us, and it is only in following his will that we are fulfilled and that we are satisfied. So if any of you out there today have thought, hey, maybe I might be called to be a religious sister, or I might be called to be a priest, 
First of all, don't be afraid. You're not the first person that God might be calling to priesthood of religious life, and you won't be the last. And then come talk to me or one of the sisters here at St. Joe's. And pray that you can be receptive to how God is revealing himself to you, and that when he reveals it, you can commit your life to it. Because we all want fulfillment. We all want to be satisfied at the deepest levels of our hearts. We all want to be happy. So let's pray today that God, who loved us first and chose us first, can show us who we are meant to be. And may we have the courage to lay down our lives and follow him.